Welcome to the Wesley Discipleship Podcast with Aaron Vickroy. This is a practical conversation about ways to assist the people you disciple to take their next steps with God. Hey, I'm Nate Bramble. And I'm Aaron Vickroy. And welcome to the Discipleship Podcast. We're so excited to have you guys here this week just listening in on the podcast. And we wanted to start off our first episode of the year for discipleship, talking about beginning as you want to go. Today we're going to talk about beginning the year and the direction that you want your DTs to go in October and November and for next semester as well. Yeah, for sure, Nate. That's such an important idea. A lot of times in life we think that things will naturally happen or or we think that we can take life, quote-unquote, as it comes and that we'll be able to adapt and we'll be able to to respond to, to certain situations and things that come up. But I think that in discipleship it's so important, that idea, beginning as you want to go, that in the start of your meetings, the start of your year, you actually, like you said, set the tone for what you want discipleship to be all about, to begin now doing the things that you want discipleship to involve so that you're not getting to November. You're not getting to next semester and trying to just pivot and shift the way that these discipleships are going. Setting the tone is such an important part. Are there any ways in particular that you would say are just easy steps student disciples can take to make sure they're setting that tone? Yeah, and I want to start out with just some really practical things. I I think the little things make all the difference. Um, The things that you'll think back to in in October, November, and say, oh, I wish I had done this, I I wish I had done that, they're not going to be the big things. They're not going to be the things where, oh, I wish I hadn't told somebody that Jesus didn't exist. It's going to be the little things that you wish you had done at the start that would have led you to where you want to go all along. And, And here's a couple things that I would say that as disciplers we can do, really little things that we can do from the start that will set the tone for discipleship. And the first is you being on time. That if you want the people that you meet with to be on time, to take that meeting seriously, then you have to be on time and you have to take that meeting seriously as well. There's a phrase that says to be early is to be on time, to be on time is to be late, and to be late is to be left. And I don't actually agree with that statement, truthfully. Like, I think if you want me there at five, tell me to be there at five. But I will say for these first few meetings, give yourself like five-minute head start. If you're going to meet at the Georgia Center, if you're going to meet at Jittery Joe's at Five Points, be there five minutes early so that when your discipleship walks in, they see you and they know, oh, this person's ready. Make sure that they know, like, oh, you got time. Like, you're not late. You had five minutes. I just wanted to be here early so that I was ready when you got here. And it will just communicate to them how much it matters to you. That's going to make them feel cared for. That's going to make them feel like a priority. And it's going to help it matter more to them themselves. Another thing you can do really practically is get into the habit of texting them the day before your meeting or or the morning of the day of your meeting. And what that's going to do is it's going to remind them that your meeting with them is coming. It's going to let them know that you are remembering that your meeting is coming. Again, what's that, what's that going to do? It's going to make them feel cared for. It's going to let them know that it is a priority to you. I'm remembering this, and I want to help remind you as well. I, I think a lot of times one of the traps that we as disciples get into is we think that the things that we think about are the things that the people we meet with 
think about. So we just make these assumptions that, oh, if it's in my head, then surely it's in yours too. And so we're sitting around at like 2.55 waiting for a three o'clock meeting and we're like, oh, I'm sure they're just on their way. And then it's 3.10 and oh, probably just a little bit of traffic. And then it's 3.20. Well, maybe they forgot. And we were realized like, I never reminded this person. It's in my calendar. And so it was in my head and I just assumed that it was in theirs as well. And so what texting them beforehand does is it might just simply remind them. More than than letting them know it's a priority to you and that you're looking ahead to it, it puts it in their head so that you know that the things that you're thinking about are the things that they're thinking about too. And that's going to be a really good way for you to make sure that these first few meetings actually happening because they got a ton of things in their head. This isn't their leadership area like it is you. They might have a lot going on in school. They might have a friend issue or a family issue come up. And and, and even though they're going to be able to make it to that meeting, it may not be at the forefront of their mind. And so you texting them is going to remind them. The other thing that you texting them early does is it gives you the ability to ask them some initial questions or to give them some things to think about so that when they show up that for that meeting, they're prepared to have a really great conversation because they've given some forethought to things that you want to talk about with them. So another thing that is such a crucial element of setting the tone in this concept of beginning where you want to go is setting up an environment in your discipleships where every person feels safe to share what's really on their mind and really feels safe to enter that discipleship wherever they are in their relationship with God, whether they know him really well or are just kind of new in their relationship. Or what would you say are some tips that us as disciples can make sure there's a safe space for sharing and just everyone feels safe where they're at? One of the best things that you can do as a discipler when it comes to creating an environment where people feel safe is you almost start your first few meetings having conversations that seem a little less risky, right? Like one of the most probably uncomfortable things that you can experience in a group discipleship is a lot of different people in the room having a lot of different opinions about things. So you're talking about uh, an idea from the Bible or, or you're trying to look at a passage and, and, and think about what is God saying to us here. And, and you got like a few different people saying a few different things. And, and, and that creates a situation where some people may not feel comfortable to share what they really think. Some people think that maybe, oh, I don't want to say something that disagrees with that person because they might think that I think they're wrong or I might find out that I'm wrong, stuff like that. What you can do in discipleship is actually to start off the year asking questions that you know people are probably going to disagree about, but it's like a really low-risk conversation. Here's an example. Ask them how many games you think the Georgia Bulldogs are going to win this year. So if I'm in, sitting in a room of like four or five guys, there's going to be a couple of guys who are like, undefeated, baby, national championship. You know, there's going to be another guy who's like, yeah, I think we'll probably, you know, win 11 out of 12 games. Then we'll win the SEC. Another guy's going to be like, I think we're going to go undefeated, but then we're going to lose the SEC, but then we're still going to get in, kind of like Bama did, da, da, da. So actually what you just did is you created a situation where there's a lot of differing opinions. But it didn't cost them anything, right? Like they weren't wrong about God or they weren't wrong about something they believe about him. They were able to disagree about something that at the end of the day isn't really going to matter much. And it's not going to cause somebody to look at somebody else and be like, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about, stuff like that. But you're creating conversation. You're creating an environment where people are able to share their opinion. Somebody else is able to disagree, but they're still able to bond and to kind of like move forward into understanding and into truth. 
So I think that's the biggest thing is you want to give everybody the ability on really low pressure conversations. And as you do that, one of the most important things is to actually make sure that everybody is engaging in conversation. Don't let people get away with just kind of hiding in your group meetings. Don't let one person or, or, or two people dominate the conversation where somebody else just kind of gets to watch. You know, that, that spectator mentality where I'm just going to sit this one out and I'm just going to see what everybody else wants to say. Because you want to create an environment where everybody shares especially early on when it when it's low pressure kind of stuff so that they'll know later on the cost gets raised a little bit the risk becomes higher i'm going to be expected to share and if early on one or two people start to dominate the conversation then it's going to be really really hard to change that kind of mentality that the group goes into their meetings with and as that group dynamic begins to form or even as relationships begin to grow with discipleship one of the coolest things about it is that friendships start to grow but you can almost find your discipleship time becoming like a hangout time or like a friendship time rather than an intentional growth period. How would you say is the best way to make sure that God is going to be the main focus of your time? That's a really, really great point, Nate. And it's really easy, especially early on in discipleship, where you're trying to create that safety. You're trying to build that trust and, and help them feel comfortable with you to just kind of focus on the more surface level things in life. And you talk about their classes. You, you maybe ask them about their family and where were you born? How many times did you move in your life? And there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the problem is if you start off your conversations not talking about God, getting to the place where you do talk about and do focus on God is going to require a shift. And that whole idea, begin as you want to go, is purposed to have us avoid the need for those shifts, those course correction moments in discipleship, where you can continue what you're doing and then just go deeper. Like if you think about trying to drill into the ground, let's say you started to drill at a 45 degree angle to try to get right underneath you. After five or six feet, you're going to be kind of off course to getting to where you want to go. But when you start to drill, you're not there yet, but you're going in the right direction. And so that's what you want to ask yourself with this whole topic is, am I headed in the direction? Am I doing in a shallow way today what I want to do in a deeper way tomorrow. So even asking really low pressure, low risk questions about God will get you headed into the right direction where you can ask deeper questions and give them the ability to share more vulnerable things about God later on. One of the questions that I really, really ask, and, and Nate, you might laugh because I asked you these in discipleship this past week, but you can just simply ask them this, what are three to four keystone moments in your relationship with God so far? Those three, four, five things that stick out that you've experienced in your life that define and characterize your relationship with God. So you're not asking them for their whole testimony. You're giving them a low pressure, low risk opportunity to share about God so that they get to pick the moments. And in fact, they, you don't even have to have them share with you the right, quote unquote, three or four moments. They might hold something back, but if they share three or four other things, you're on the right track. You're headed in the right direction. So Aaron, are there any other pointers, any last pieces of advice you'd have to help disciples begin as they want to go? Yeah, my last thought is this. 
that you would help them understand and help them know that discipleship is about them. Discipleship is actually for them, that that's why you're there, to help them grow in their relationship with God, to take their next steps with him. And that's so important for you to establish early on in discipleship so that when they show up, they know that even though you're leading the meeting, that they actually get to have a say in the things that you do, a say in the things that you talk about. And that's really, really important. Here's why. Wednesday night, their experience is pretty much dictated for them. They're going to worship with the songs that the worship team picks out. They're going to listen to a message that Bob has prepared, you know, and, and they get to kind of have their experience in the midst of that, but they don't get to choose the topic. They don't get to choose the tone of the worship. You know, if they're feeling like a little bit more relaxed mentality that day and they just kind of want to soak and chill, but the worship team has this high energy set, I mean, there's just nothing they can do. If they really want to hear something spiritual, like a deep biblical idea, and Bob just wants to talk about something super practical, again, they just kind of have to take what's given to them. Discipleship is their opportunity to help create and to help dictate their own experience, whether it's just them or or even in groups. They get to help decide where are we going to meet? What are we going to talk about? What are the things that we're going to do during this time? Whether it's getting encouraging words from your discipler, whether it's getting prayed for from your discipler, what are we going to do? What are the things we're going to talk about? They can be specifically applied to their life and applied to the things that they need. You have the opportunity right from the get-go to ask them questions, really simple questions. They will help them understand that this meeting is for me. That if you ask them, hey, where do you want to meet up today that would best suit the conversation that you want to have? That's telling them this meeting is about you and I want to put the two of us in a situation, in a circumstance that will allow you to have the meeting today that you need based on the things that are going on in your life. And that's really important because in a week-in, week-out basis, it may not be a big deal. They may be able to come into any situation, in, in, in any setting, and to be able to have the conversation they want. But what about when that thing happens that, that's pretty dramatic in their life? What happens when, when they experience a little bit of, of chaos, a little bit of crisis? Are they going to feel comfortable asking you to, to have a meeting in a setting, at a place, in a way that they really need? Or are they going to feel like, oh, I have to go and just have the meeting that they create for me? Do you know what I'm saying? That, that there might be times where they specifically need something from that time. And we want to make sure that we create the ability for them to tell us what they need because they know that that meeting is for them. Just knowing every single discipleship is going to look different because every single person is created different and God has given each person different needs. And I think being able to meet those is great. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Well, thanks so much, Aaron. Just really excited to the first, this new year of discipleship. For sure. And, and for you student disciples out there, thank you so much for, for everything you're going to do this year to serve our students, to pour into the students that you meet with. We are so excited about what God's going to do in and through you as disciples. And the whole point of this conversation today has been to set you on a path now that will result in you getting to the place that God wants to take you and the person, the people that you meet with throughout this year.